the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the business savvy singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I am so excited today to have an old friend or a longtime friend with me. Miss Elvie Rose. I am just so excited. And we are actually doing this interview on Zoom, so I'm having an opportunity to see her as well. And this is just great. Hi, Elvie. How are you? Uh, Hello, my sweet lady. You're amazing. And it is an absolute pleasure and an honor just to be here, see you, and hang out with you. Thank you so much. Well, absolutely. Thank you for joining me. This is so much fun. It's great to kind of reconnect. You know, we were talking that we've been friends for many, many, many years. (laughs) Many years, yes. Yes. And it's so great. You know, we've kind of come in and out of each other's orbits over the years. Correct. And it is just great to to be able to see you and to be able to hear from you and find out all about your career, what's been going on with you. So let us begin for our listeners. So tell me a little bit about where you're from, how you got started singing. What what is your story? My goodness. I born and raised in Miami, Florida, Hialeah. Okay. Parents are uh, Cuban, uh, Spaniard, and so... That's how that whole thing started. Okay. Uh, you know, basically, like many young women, and they start off with little girls loving music, and, and in my house, there was music everywhere, and my mother was a singer, so oh. that, of course, wasn't a, a giant influence on me. Was course. she a professional singer? Did she sing no, professionally? No, that was just it. She wanted to be that, but back in the day, because she yeah. was raised in Cuba, even though, even though she's a little Spaniard, uh, her parents, well, that was like a big yeah. no-no. My, yeah. my, my girl, uh, 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 an entertainer, a gypsy? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. So she was a, you know, and she was, she. I had her even uh, when she came uh, on cruises, which is where I spent most of my career. Uh, I'd make her work, as they say. Oh. <laughs> she, would, she, would la- she would laugh, but she loved it. Oh, that's great. I get her to sing with me. She's that's yeah, wonderful. So influence comes first from her, for sure. Wow. Yeah. So you started singing as a little, little girl. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I was just a big old ham bone. Loved, <laughs> loved, loved it. That's great. That's uh, great. So, uh, yeah. And then uh, I found myself uh, in high school. I was in drama and choir. And uh, even uh, I, I ran into a, a, an old timer, a veteran entertainer who was a math teacher. Wow. And she, uh, to make a long story short, she started a dance group with me, and 
she said to me, Elvie, don't limit yourself with just dancing. Uh, do everything. That's great. And I got into choir because of where she goes, learn an instrument, and I, and I learned guitar and piano. Wow. That was great and advice. She, yeah. She said, do everything. And so I, I did. And I and you know what? It kept me out of trouble. My mother yeah. loved it yeah. because it kept me off the street. Yeah. So I always had to rehearse for something. That's you know, great. If it was a competition in school, drama competition, choir yeah. or something. That's good. And, uh, and then it helped that my mother also was a beautiful uh, seamstress. So she used to make my costumes. Oh, lovely. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That is great. So yeah. when you graduated from high school, how did you transition into the professional performing world? It was an absolute fluke. I inquired that there was a young lady, um, Susan, I remember Susan Leggett. My goodness, that's that's going back. <laughs> she was the daughter of the chief of police, of all things. <laughs> but she she used to uh, tap dance, and she was. This, I got. I don't know how I can make this short, but I'm going to give it my all. She danced for this uh, a tap dance academy, okay. and they were looking for an intermissionist. Ah. And uh, I was only 15 years old at the time, and she. And she said, listen, they're looking for, and I told them you would be great. And so anyway, to make a long story short, I ended up, I had already knew how to play guitar and everything. And so I would be an intermissionist so the dancers could take a break. Yeah. But you know, we were doing shows for convalescent homes and hospitals yeah. and community and community theater. We were just going all over. And I would be, girl, that was, I was, <laughs> I was 15 years old. And the owners of that, of that um, academy kept telling me, you would be perfect for cruise ships. You would be wow. perfect for cruise ships. And this went on for two years. And wow. they had a friend that was a cruise director, they said. And we're going to get him to come see you. Girl, two years of them <laughs> trying to get this cruise director to come see me. Well, in two years, I ended up becoming the star of their little traveling uh, show. Yes. I started re uh, recording myself on piano and singing to my taped piano. Wow. <laughs> and then I, at the time, I was taking flamenco as well. And yes. so I incorporated flamenco dancing. Yes. Anyway, I became like, by the time the cruise director came to see me, I'd already developed my act. You know wow. So, you know, uh, I remember me, that flamenco that dancing. It. He was like, can she wow. dance? He goes, can she dance? Because you know? so, <laughs> he, he used to teach, he used to teach Arthur Murray. Oh, like, yeah. In those days, you had to be, uh, I mean, I started on ships in 77, 78. Right out of high school, I trained for a month with a, um, a veteran hostess because in those days uh, the ships were very small and the crew staff were the entertainers yeah so we had to run activities during the day honey and then wow. put on a show at night wow so, but so, great yeah, training was, though a great training oh, ground oh my God, because everyone in those days there was no young people in the crew staff now there is right but i right. i believe i may be wrong but i believe i was the first young crew staff because wow. in those days crew staff were old uh, uh, retired entertainers right. Right. in their 40s and 50s. Right. And right. so here I come. I'm just, you know, but it was beautiful because wow. they taught me, every, you know, they taught me even more how to pace a show, how yep. to put the show together, how to, yeah. So I was extremely, extremely lucky. That is Very, so exciting. You know, I remember crazy. seeing you perform and I thought, what a beautiful woman, what a magnificent voice, and that flamenco dancing and your figure, I mean, you were just, it was stunning. Oh. Absolutely that stunning. Then, <laughs> 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 you too, honey. Well, you, too, you look you. great. You look fantastic still. Thank you. You oh, look you're wonderful. Sweet. You're sweet. But it was, it was such a, um, 
you know, back in those days, it was such a special time on the cruise ships. Cruising was kind of new at that time, and it was very popular. You know, it wasn't new, but it was kind of new for Americans, for the average person to be able right. to take a cruise, right. you know. Well, it used to be a luxury to take a cruise. And That's then right. the cruise ship saw that there's an untapped market out That's there. right. That's right. And, uh, and, the, and then it was like one of the biggest growing That's industries. Right. It was growing like 10 to 11% a year That's since, right. since, since then. That's yeah. right. And then the love boat was on TV. Of oh, course, cool. you know, so that, that, that was helped. Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, it was that just was, That really... was during the era I got on the ship, and people would come on thinking I was Julie, talking <laughs> about, can you fix me up with somebody? I said, well, I can't fix you up with <laughs> There's a singles party. I'm going to come to that. That's great. Yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, you're right. It just it blew up. It, but you know what's funny? I think you'll agree with me because we've been doing this a while that at first I didn't tell anyone I was performing on ships because because it had the stigma that yes, entertainers that were retired, that's where you go. That's right. That's and then right. through the years, entertainers started to think, started realizing, mm. well, I can get paid some good money. That's right. And only perform once or twice a week. Mm. Yeah, that and works. the rest of the time I'm on, <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, that's finally right. Finally, it started to catch on. That's was, right. Uh, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but it was but, kind but of. At a... first, I wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, but 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 you know what? It was the best education for me. Oh that, yeah. Uh, it was great. Wonderful. Yeah. It was kind yeah. of that thing that you know that was kind of like the soap operas used to be back in the day. You know, the Correct. people did soap operas that couldn't get into feature films, but then soap operas kind of evolved into their own thing, and Correct. everybody wanted to be on the soap opera. So it was, it was very yeah. much like that. <laughs> That's a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. very Perfect. much yeah. like that. So yeah. what are some of the most uh, wonderful places that you have been in your cruising uh, years? You know what? The, one of the, the, the top thing is that is the places we got to visit. Yeah. When I went to Europe the first time, I my my jaw dropped. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even in Barcelona, Spain. I mean, we were passing a, a an old uh, fire department, a fire uh, play uh, that had the fire engines and everything, and the building. Oh, that building's five hundred years old. And yeah. I started to realize that a lot of places in Europe, if not all of Europe. Yeah, is so much older than our country. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my God! I'm Beautiful like, old that architecture. Fire station building is older than my country. So that was absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Um, and then later we went to the Baltic and we went to Russia and, you know, and I I didn't take any of it for granted because I'm like, when in the world would you ever? That's right. Oh my God! Get to see these amazing places that's right first of all even on the first ship i ever worked i mean we went to the caribbean and that was a first so that was amazing and and we were going to capation haiti every week so that yeah. was a mind-blowing thing yes. for me oh yeah so because yeah. remember i was just 18 yeah it's and so uh, exciting oh my god and, and first of all it educated me on what real poverty poverty really yeah. looks like and yeah so I saw the most elaborate, most unbelievable, luxurious, like the Hermitage in, in, in Russia. Yes. To, to, to a country, a real third, third world country. Yeah. Where, where, so I, I, it, I, I, again, I have to count my blessings because I got the education of a lifetime. Yeah. And then later through the years, you know, we went to, I discovered the favorite place of mine in the whole wide world, uh, Santorini, Greece. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> People that my friends go, I've never been. I go, listen to me. You know those paintings that have the uh, 
those little walkways and the white walls and the and the blue shutters with the yes. little kitties and the bougainvillea. Yeah. And they go, yeah, yeah. I go, that's Santorini. That's it. Yep, that's right. And Mykonos right. in Greece. And they're that's like, right. Elvi, I go, listen it's to me. It's stunning. There are tons of artists that go there from all over the world, and they and you see them lined up, painting yep. all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's like walking into a postcard. It's just yeah. uh, pretty stunning. Yeah, you know, that, that's one of the... The second highlight of my career, really, we ended up going to Asia. I mean, I could talk about this all day, but it was meeting people like you, my sweet lady. It's the oh. friends I've made through the years. Yeah. That was, to me, like the biggest gift. Yes. Really. Am yes. I right? You're you absolutely some, you right. You meet some amazing... Amazing plus, people. Plus, there was a time... Uh, that we had superstars come yeah, on ships. That's right. So ships were I remember. Bigger. I remember those days. I worked on the SS Norway for Norwegian Cruise Line. Oh my God! I met Rita Moreno, Jack oh, yeah. Jones, The Fifth Dimension, Red Buttons. Me and too. Now, Caribbean, Norm Crosby. That's right. Uh, and that's I got right. to open for some of these people. That's right. Oh my God! Me too. Yeah, you know, and that and that was those were the people that came on in those days. Those were the people oh that God. were working. Diane Carroll. Jack Jones, oh you know, Alan Jones. I mean, all of these really just fantastic people. Well, I met Sam Cooke. Wow. I mean, you know, we, we can go on and on. That's great. Was, but yeah. you know what was interesting, though? Once they kind of phased out of having the name acts, then you and I were in the right position to be that next tier of yes. people. And it yes. was just, it was, talk about timing, being in the right yeah. place at the right time yeah. with the right goods, you know, with a good act. All right. Correct. You know, yes. and that, yes. that was just, it was huge. You know, it was, uh, it was very exciting. Very exciting. Extremely. I tell you what, we had the time of our lives, not for oh, nothing, yeah. but we, we certainly had the time of our lives because uh, fortunately or unfortunately, you're in your own literally little world on the ship. The ship yep. is a whole city yes. with the crew and there's yep. gossip. That's, and that's what I was going to say <laughs> with gossip. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, 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 yep. it's, it's a bit crazy. I, I used to threaten, well, I have a few friends that did write a book, but I used to threaten to write a book and it would be called <laughs> As the Propeller Turns. Because <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. You know, tons of stuff going on. Oh, my God. Yep. And, and culturally, when you're working on a ship, that's why young people, I think it's the best if you could take like three or four years to do it and save your money. Because, mm -hmm. of course, Everything's paid for, right? They teach you and they, they board right. you. That's right. But you meet people from all over the world. That's right. I mean, That's right. You meet people from the Philippines, from China, from Indonesia, yep. from Africa, from South Africa, from um, Jamaica. Oh my You're God, right. people forget. But it, when I got in the late 70s, all through the 80s and the early 90s, I think. It was all Jamaican crew on most right. of the shows. All Jamaican all crew. Jamaican crew. Yeah. And there was a whole other rhythm and rhyme. Yeah. And I to talk like this, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I learned from my Jamaican brothers yep. and sisters. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, you know, I used to do a special midnight show for the Jamaican crew. Oh. Yeah. Because they, because they couldn't come to see our shows, so I would do like yes. this special yes, midnight thing. Yeah, for the crew, for yeah, the, crew, for the crew. crew show. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely, Those absolutely naughty, fantastic. Girl. I used to that kind of. Oh, we used to do naughty kind of night, not, you know, for the crew. And stuff. Uh, yeah, oh, just goodness. fun, just real yeah. good, wholesome fun, and yeah. learning <laughs> all the while. You know, absolutely oh, yeah. fantastic. So, oh, yeah. tell me, what have you been doing during the pandemic? How has this impacted your life, your career? 
Well, you're going to laugh. Nothing. No, that's great. <laughs> Nothing is no, good. Because, it's, you know, the entire entertainment industry is pretty much ground to a halt. Yes. Uh, but I will tell you that uh, last year I, I dipped my toe to get back into acting. I hadn't done it in like a long time. My last acting thing was like in 1990, 91. I was yeah. in, I, in the book a musical of uh, Greece on a ship. I played oh, cool. Rizzo. Oh, yeah. And cool. I was pretty involved in drama through uh, high school and all that kind of stuff. But, so I wanted to dip my... So they were... They called me to hire me. They had heard of me, uh, a, a community theater, Marietta's New Theater in the Square here in Georgia. Okay. They were putting on the musical In the Heights. And okay. they wanted me to play Abuela Claudia. Wonderful. Which is which is a Cuban grandma, which is not a stretch for me. <laughs> the, the fact that our Cuban grandma lived, lived with us. Oh, that's great. Class, bless her heart. That's great. So I, which that was a perfect way to get in though, in a community theater, no pressure. As a matter of fact, I mentored most of the cast cause I was the, the pro, the senior pro. Wow. There. That's great. And, uh, but Jonah, you know, I got the tone like this, you know, the, <laughs> and, so, and I got to, yeah, it was, it was beautiful and saying and everything. And, and so, I thought to myself, well, you know, uh, when I retire from the ships, I will, I would love to pursue this a little bit more, mm -hmm. even though I, I don't mind the, you know, playing grandmas and stuff like, you know, little yeah. roles, that's okay. Yeah. And um, so then this happened, but I retired this year. I was, I had already planned, I didn't see a pandemic coming, but I had already planned uh, on this being my last contract, which was uh, from uh, December through through March 14th, wow. I signed off the ship wow. in San Antonio, Chile. Wow. And I had to take an hour and a half ride to the airport in Santiago. And at that point, Chile had 43 COVID cases wow. at that time. But wow. can you imagine how fast it was spreading? Oh, Two yeah. weeks before, we started the cruise from Argentina to go you know, all the way to the coast of South America, around the Horn and up back to Chile. Mm-hmm. And um, it had just hit Brazil. And I yeah. thought, God, if it could just wait until I, you know yeah. what I mean? By that two weeks later, by the time right. I got to Chile, it was all over South America. Yep. All over. Yeah. It was insane. And yeah. um, my friends thought I was crazy because uh, I'm a worry wart by nature. <laughs> and in January, I'm watching the BBC on the, on the ship. And end of January, and the BBC says, oh, China says there's a epidemic of some sort of virus that's out of control and i'm thinking to myself well that means the chinese have had it for a few months <laughs> right and now they're finally and sure admitting. enough yes so i'm thinking here, this is gonna be a pandemic and my yeah. like are you crazy and every port we hit i was <laughs> buying masks and gloves yeah. already yeah and they were like lv but that's china <laughs> there's a billion people and yeah. it's never gonna leave there and go yeah and half the chinese are rich and traveling <laughs> yeah well, they made fun of me. By the end, one of my friends that was going back to, uh, because, you know, they canceled the next cruise. Oh, they, yeah. You know, I got home March 15th. That's when the world stopped. Wow. So they canceled the cruise, and all the entertainers had to leave. They said, yep. okay, you guys are going home as well. So everybody ended up leaving on the day. <laughs> Isn't that, that funny? It was part of my contract. To wow. Leave. But my friend from Italy, because at, at that point, Italy was exploding. Yes. And he looked at me, and he was one of the ones making fun of me. And he looked at me, and he goes, and he goes, Elby, I go, I know, you want me to give you some mask? And he goes, please, I'll give you some mask. That's so too funny. It's been hard on my friends 
isolated. Oh, you yeah. Know, as you know, in, on Broadway and everything. Oh, yes. Everything is shut down. So badly. Yeah. I timed it, to be honest with you, because I timed it uh, because I was the main breadwinner here when me, my husband, his pension finally kicked in this year. Oh, so yes. I, so that's good. I timed it that way. Yeah. So that, you know, and I thought I could get back into musical theater and, and I look forward to it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but as soon as we get back, so we'll yeah. see. I'm already like with you, I've done a couple of radio shows and, yeah. and now I've been asked to tape. Uh, I, I offered to tape from my house, a couple of Christmas songs for Good. a show for that same theater. Cause yes. they're, they're, they're hurting. They're hurting oh, yeah. so bad and they want to stay afloat. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, just, it's um, such an unprecedented and unfathomable thing. It is unfathomable. You know, a year ago now, if someone had told us that we would be shut down, we wouldn't be working, we would never have believed it. We would never have believed it. And and it's hard on us because this is who we are. That's right. This is not a hobby. That's right. This is who we are. And what we do. We don't know what else to be. Although most of my friends in the business, and maybe you too, have found odd jobs. You have to. I have an amazing magician friend. He is married to a Brazilian lady. He's Italian, and uh, they had a, a baby girl. She's she's big now. She's like like about four years old now. But he sent me a picture. He is in driving a semi. He's a mm-hmm. trucker. He got he had he had a license from way back. He got yeah. back into that, and he's also wonderful at editing um, commercial yeah. films. When he when you go to his show, his his uh, visuals and videos wow. and stuff are amazing. So that's he, great. So he's doing those because. And he said to me, Elvie, I got to do what I got to do. And I That's go, right. I, know. That's I have right. another one who's an amazing cook. And he's offered himself to go to backyard barbecues, social distancing, but Wonderful. go cook up an entire That's great. Uh, barbecue for people and stuff for, for reunions. And, the, and the, so you do what you can. You do what until, you can. Until we get those wheels back on. And, That's right. And, you know, and there's something to be said for kind of being in touch with those skills and talents that we have that maybe we haven't thought about in a long time. You know, it right. gives us an opportunity to just, you know, cook, for example, your friend is yes. cooking. You're so right. Yes. You know, I have a friend that decorates tennis shoes, singer, but this is what she's right. doing. She's selling them on Etsy or something and, exactly. and doing You're fine. You're so right. Yeah. Do you remember on the ship where sometimes you'd, you'd get some crew members, sometimes it was, uh, you know, they would they would be jealous a little bit. And they would say, oh, it must be nice to, you know, work on one or two nights a week. Yeah. You know, and I would take the microphone and go, here you go. <laughs> That's right. Because you right. and I, we're, people don't understand, we're artists. That's right. And it's our job to make it look easy. And why we make That's it look right. easy is because we've learned as a pro. That's right. To be comfortable on stage enough so that the audience can really see that we're comfortable. And, and, and they can and be they comfortable. enjoy themselves. That's right. So I always say, here's the mic, you go ahead. That's right. And Because... Uh, what do you do? Well, I, you know, I, whatever job it is on the ship, except <laughs> right. for a musician, maybe in a techie. Right. I, we could do it. Right. We, you know, That's right. I mean? but you can't just get on the stage. That's Girl, right. I got to tell you this story. I, this happened for real. I, I, it was a million years ago, probably 1980 on a small ship, uh, SS universe. And we had the professional uh, cruise director an act and myself, I was on the cruise staff and doing my act as well. And the rest of the crew staff had never, they work on tours. They hired them because they were expert tour people. We were, we were doing Alaska, and mm-hmm. we were doing, but it were two week cruises, so most of the clientele was was pretty elderly and stuff. So, yeah. Um, um, 
we used to joke that the average Jays was deceased, but they were <laughs> wonderful. They were absolutely wonderful. But anyway, one of the st- they kept complaining because they they uh, they found out about how you know our pay and all this shebang, and uh, one of them and the and the cruise director said, and he was a pro. He was he was uh, he had he was an old timer, but he was a, an absolute smooth pro, very charming on stage and funny, funny, funny. <laughs> And, one, and, he, and he said to one of the guys, which is a younger guy, you know, he said, he said, um, why don't you MC the show tomorrow night? And he goes, okay, like, okay, girl, <laughs> I saw it in real time. He bombed. Oh, my he God. He had a tux on and everything. He was sweating. He crashed and burned. He crickets in the room. <laughs> he had no clue. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. to bring on an act. Yep. He finally, and then he said, he came to the cruise. He goes, oh, I don't want to. He goes, oh, no, you have to go back. Oh, and, yeah. And, and take the act off and tell everybody what's happening. And he goes, no, please don't make me. And he made him yep. do it. He yep. came back and he goes, I'm so sorry. I ever complained. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. Right. He, yeah. And that was just to talk just to the Right. Right. People don't get it. They don't no. get it. You know, we've There's worked hard and There's long. That's right. And and you have to craft your your pacing and your everything. Your Correct. image and everything. You know, it's it's not Correct. just you just get up there, you know. So No, no. Yeah. So people people are not um at all aware of of what it takes to do what we do. Yeah. And and I think, you know, I think it's so great to have these kinds of conversations so that young singers or singers who have not been uh, performing before kind of get a sense of what it is to be an entertainer, you know, because... I, I will tell you that, and I'm sure you'll agree, the main reason you and I, I believe, were successful, or most of us successful in this business, uh, preparation mm-hmm. is key. Preparation is everything. everything that's right and doing that's your right. homework yeah and yep. being ready for anything because that's uh, right cruise ships is a bit different in that anything can happen we'll miss yeah. a port and <laughs> right. all of a sudden right you have to do another show you have to do another show that's right uh, one of the acts is not going to be able to make it right you've already done all your shows i've already done two full 45 right okay can you yes that's i can right. that's oh, right i got tons of music tons and tons of material of, you yeah. know with me and I and I have backup costumes because sometimes you yep. have a costume, you know, that's right. accident on stage. Or that's right. Or the zipper breaks or I something. Have, I have backup shoes, backup yep. jewelry, backup. Pillows. You have to do it. You have to do it. You know, I. They've hired me for gay charters. You know those. Yes. Right? Yes. So I have to do my homework and see what the that's popular right. music is. That's right. Clubs for them and I, prepare and of it. Course, may he rest in peace. I had a gay brother who helped me with that. Yeah. So he, yeah. he was awesome. But yeah. I've done uh, charters for insurance companies. Yeah. Uh, Norwegian charter. That's I right. Charter for uh, Amway Thailand. Yeah. I learned yeah. to speak some Thai. <laughs> oh my god! I learned yeah. Thailand. Yeah. And I learned all the stuff they love. The That's music right. They love. They lo- at the time they love seventies music. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So you, yeah. you do your homework. You and do you your homework. Ready for Freddy. Huh? That's right. That's right. Preparation is absolute key. Essential. Even now, when I was coming for the winter, because I'm older now, so I was very aware. I had to be in top tape, phys- top tip top physical shape. Mm-hmm. Three months before I start a boot camp. Yep. 
and and because you right. have to have stamina Get it together. That's right. And I wanted to be. I've always been a very energetic act, as you know, mm-hmm. and lots of audience participation. And I run around the stage and I run around in the audience and everything. And so I would start working out and boot camping it, strength training, the whole bit to yeah. Uh, to be able to to uh, maintain my my yeah my fitness the pace for, for, yeah for, for the stage because I have respect for the stage too I mean, yes that's absolutely and you want to be as good as you can possibly be and connect with the audience in the best way that you possibly can. Speaking about what you were uh, talking about with having to be prepared to do an additional show or something, I had a very interesting experience. Um, I was doing the Wheel of Fortune show <gasps> wow. on the Norway. And oh so Pat Sajak and Vanna White were there, and it was very exciting. Oh I'd done my first show, and it was absolutely fantastic. It went really well. They sent me notes and so on and so forth. So the next day, or a couple of days later, I get this call that the guy who was supposed to have done the second show for them was sick. He had dysentery or something. He was sick. And they asked if I could do a second show. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't know if you remember. You probably do. Greg Bonham. Do you remember Greg? Of course. Of course. Well, it was Greg. Yes, may he rest in peace. And he he played trumpet and he sang. And he was not able to do the show. So I pulled out my B material and rehearsed with the band and did my second show. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, and, and in those days, you didn't have, you weren't able to just print your charts out. You know, now I go places and I just, you know, have it on my Google Drive or whatever. Correct. And I will print it out there. In those days, you were schlepping yeah. around some Correct. rolling thing with all these pieces of paper in it that were the big, heavy, the cardboard oh, weight yeah, the, the charts. Oh, right? I still have them. Oh, yep, yeah. I do too. And so, it, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, just, but I had to have all that stuff with me and I happened to have had it and I was prepared to be able to, to step in for him. But you're right. I mean, you have to be prepared for whatever may occur. And guess what? You get a good report by the cruise director that's right. and the production manager and that's right. you get hired back and you get hired she's back. good she's good in a pinch that's right he's a team player that's right reliable hey, listen, I've had it where the, the the you know the the ship is rocking yep. it's horrible and half the cast for the production show are ill mm-hmm. and yep. they don't it's so usually they'll call them uh, what do you call it the comic because the comic you know they yeah. just need a microphone that's <laughs> right that's right <laughs> but a lot of times uh, they they really would rather have a music thing yeah and they'll call me and go can you and I go yep yep I'm there. whatever it is that's right that's right and, but the, you know what I sometimes the pressure is good for you because it gives you practice to that's right. get it together that's in, absolutely right know, in an instant that's yeah. right and you might try something you think boy that went really well. I, I will. Yeah. I will use that. That's, as well. the time, that's the time to experiment, especially when they've already seen you. That's right. And, and they love you now. That's now, right. Now they'll love any, pretty much almost anything you, you do because they trust you. That's so right. This, that's that's when you can experiment and try new stuff. And, that's yeah, absolutely yeah. right. That's absolutely right. For well, sure. This has been such a pleasure chatting with you. What Thank would you, what advice would you give to new singers coming along? What what would you tell them to watch out for or be aware of or to do or not to do? Well, preparation, like I said, is key. So if if your vocals are not as strong as you'd like them to be or you think, it's great to take more lessons and, mm-hmm. and more uh, go to workshops and take more to be able to strengthen your diaphragm to sing over those high notes mm-hmm. and take great, great care of yourself. Uh, you need to put together a demo. 
-hmm. as you know. Mm -hmm. It used to be five minutes. Now, if you can get it down to three, it's great. Yes. Uh, yes. I sent a link where there is a demo I have for when I had a, I had a band that did a tribute to the Gloria Estefan show. So I did a, cool. a demo for that. Yeah. And I would say the first 30 seconds is like a commercial. A yeah. Clips of this and that. Yes. With a, with a real fun music in the background of yes. singing. And then after those 30 seconds and you get to some of the great parts of yes. songs that you do, like the best part of the songs that you, the right. songs that you do. Right. You know, and it's maybe a little bit of chatter where you're really funny and cute. And yeah. Charming. Yeah, and that's stuff great. Like that. And that's then at great. the end, of course, you have a picture of yourself and all the information where people can get a hold of you and stuff. And yeah. that's three minutes because honestly, the first 30 seconds, that's why the first 30 seconds, whoever's uh, going to hire you, usually they only watch for a minute. That's right. Unless they yeah. love it. And then they may watch your three minutes. But you're right. Yeah. you got to catch them right at the beginning. Well, we will yeah. certainly put that link in our show notes so everybody oh, can, yeah. can oh, check well, that out. Yeah. yeah. And have, have, if you're doing like the cruise ship thing, there, there is, the demand is still there. That's why ships keep yep. trying to do it over and over yes. again so they figure it out. Yes. Most ships now, there's a lot of them on dry dock. They're getting re retrofitted with the HEPA filter yeah. thing that they have on planes. Yes. Yeah. But I, I think until we get a vaccine, it's going to be really, really difficult. Yeah. I think so too. Even in a theater and everything, just come, you know, have your stuff that you contracted yourself to do ready to go well rehearsed mm -hmm. uh, that's because, right you know anything can go wrong and that's and right that, and we can have a there's all the conversations about dealing with uh people that might not have a good attitude like either musicians or technicians that you deal right. with right or a director or something that might not you know it might not go smoothly so yes. you have to kind of uh you know um take everything with a grain of salt don't take it you know personally in all serious but, but to be able to handle these d different kinds of situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it's important to have all of your materials, your demo things, and all of those things ready. Because we don't know when things will open up. Right. For and all we know, some... suddenly there will be a vaccine and boom, things will be open. And you want to be ready to take advantage of that. You want to be ready. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, Alvi. Well, thank you so much for being My with us pleasure. today. It is so good to see you. I'm so excited. Oh and we've got to keep in closer touch. Ditto. Ditto, <laughs> sweet lady. Ditto. Thank you so much. Take thank care. You. Take what care. A pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. The holidays are coming up, and it's time to start thinking about gifts for those special people in your life. Do you know an aspiring instrumentalist or singer? Take a moment to head on over to the privatemusicstudio.net and check out the many offerings. There are options for folks of all ages and experience levels. Put a smile on someone's face with a gift of music. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.